What's up everyone? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the week. It's a brand new week at Unity Gym. It's probably a brand new week everywhere else in the world as well. But today we're going to be talking about step two, building an exercise habit. Step two of what? Step two of the health hierarchy of needs. Critical step for your success. What's up everybody? It's Monday morning here in beautiful Sydney, Australia. It's pouring with rain outside and we are in the middle of a huge storm but we're nice and cozy in the podcast studio i got rad with me across the table and richie the voice of god behind the mic we are unity gym and the unified movement system where we teach driven people how to become strong flexible athletes uh what's up everyone just uh you know looking forward to the week looking forward to this show, I like this one. This is we're starting to get into some good topics that I really um, enjoy talking about. So. Yeah, we've got a great series lined up for you guys this week. We are doing uh, really uh, the second step to the health hierarchy. Last week we framed the health hierarchy, and that the first step is motivation. Uh, motivation comes from engineering goals uh, that are associated or aligned or attached to a burning desire. If you missed that series, I would strongly advise that you go back and take a look uh, at the podcast. Big shout out to everyone who's listening on the podcast. Uh, huge shout out to everyone who is tuning into the replays on YouTube. Uh, if you guys haven't yet, we do urge you to jump over to the UMS Movement Mastermind Facebook group. Join up and uh, you can interact with us live. Which brings me to the question of the day. For everyone joining the live stream, uh, how many times are you currently exercising or training and, and for how long in each session? We'd like to in know. Every week. How many times? Every week. week. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, we want to know what the training frequency is like, what the uh, commitment is like for, for the average um, viewer. And uh, we're going to talk about this today. We're going to go deep into it. This is something that's, that's very passionate to uh, Rad and myself and Richard. And uh, we kicked off our 28-day intensive on the weekend with our fast growth workshop, which was epic. And this is one of the topics that we dive deep into. Uh, so it's going to be a good discussion. Hey, Lee. And uh, hi, everybody else that is watching live. Yeah, this is... Um, so the idea of, uh, of the health hierarchy of needs is that we've got in order, it's based off Maslow's hierarchy of needs. We've got uh, motivation at the bottom and uh, the idea of turning your goals into a burning desire so that you uh, stay, um, stay passionate about what you're doing. It's not just something that comes and goes with the seasons. Step two is to build a daily habit of exercise. Step three is to get your nutrition right. And you've got to get all those three things right before you want to move on to step four, which is the physique getting an impressive physique, and then step five at the top, the pinnacle of the health hierarchy is movement mastery. Now, we're gonna be going through today why the, why the health hierarchy focuses on building an exercise habit as the second step. And it's pretty simple. We spoke about this on the weekend on our 28 day intensive. People asked us, why does this come before nutrition? And it's much simpler than you think. It's basically because it's easier. It's so much easier to do to dial in your nutrition. You should see the amount of questions that we have about nutrition and people get so confused with it. It's just so simple to say, okay, 
I should exercise daily. Like there's there's nothing more to it than that. Just start exercising daily and build yeah, the habit of exercise. You know. And then on top of that, the, it, it's it's certainly the lowest hanging fruit once you've got your motivation ignited. Mm. Uh, but it you know success is not one step. We always teach people that success is not one thing. You're not going to achieve your goal by doing one thing. Success comes from a culmination of uh, small wins that 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 accumulate and create momentum in the right direction and uh, and that is definitely why exercise comes before nutrition it is the next thing that's going to give you that small win you can build a habit of going to the gym it makes you feel great uh, and and then you sort of tick that box and and that provides the next level of momentum and then from there there are a number of boxes you tick really quickly based on the type of exercise, the exercise program you're following. So, you know, if you're following the UMS, which we do have a few people on the stream doing so, Lee's uh, commented already in, uh, to answer the question of the day, you're going to be you're going to be training in balance, balance between strength, flexibility, and fitness, and that's a big box to tick. Uh, n nine times out of ten, when we speak to elite level calisthenics people, uh, when I say what's one regret uh, that that you have, uh, they say I, I wish I had a trained for flexibility much earlier in my journey. You know, you get really, really caught up on the shiny object syndrome of um, unlocking a big movement, but you don't realize how much of that movement is is going to require really good mobility and really good flexibility. And uh, and so, yeah, you, 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 you can tick off a number of really quick wins by training properly, training in balance, and we're going to talk about that tomorrow. Uh, and then also, um, the exercise tends to have a flow on effect into other areas of your life. When you start to really take your exercise seriously and your, your, your concern is consistency and how you show up to the gym, how energetic you are, then you tend to sleep earlier. You go to bed earlier because you prepare for that workout. You, you tend to eat better. It flows mm -hmm. on to nutrition mm -hmm. irrespective of whether that was your, um, your, your, your intention, you know? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. It is, uh, it is definitely the lowest hanging fruit. And just a critical step, you know, if you want to, like, if you're looking at anyone on Instagram, a anyone for inspiration, or maybe it's not Instagram, but um, I think that's where a lot of people that use social media would see would see the results, just the nature of the way that the platform works. Maybe it's YouTube, whatever it is. If you're looking at somebody for fitness inspiration, I guarantee you that that person is training consistently and, and, and regularly. No one would, and if they're not, I, uh, I doubt that you're looking at them for inspiration, you know? And what I mean by that is anybody that's got an impressive physique or that's doing impressive skills. And those are usually the two reasons why you'd look at somebody for fitness inspiration. You, you see somebody's picture and they look amazing and you think, wow, I wish I could have a physique like that. Um, or you see somebody doing a press to handstand or an impressive yoga um, sequence or yoga flow or whatever it is, you know, some weightlifting. Um, you don't get to that level without being consistent with your training. Yep. So it, it is something that you really need to dial in and, uh, and need to understand the importance of. And it's something that um, we, you know, um, the, the person that has got it the, the most right out of all three of us for sure is Richard. Richard definitely, um, you know, I probably beat you at times with my consistency and frequency. And that's in all honesty, only really because Yanni and I have different um, levels of motivation. Yanni's level of Yanni's measurement for success 
comes more around business, whereas my measurement for success... Not, not different level. You used the wrong words. Okay. It's not different levels of motivation. Different. It's different motivators. Different motivators, yeah. We've got different whys. Yeah, Yanni's... We've got different burning desires. Yeah. Yanni's, Yanni's uh, measurement for success is more around business success. My measurement for success is more around physical success, and those two things come together to align to, to create Unity Gym. Whereas Richard... Um, he he also has a measurement for success around his training and around his physique and around his body, and so he's very very consistent with his training. So yeah, guys, if you uh, if you want to, you know, and one of the things it keeps coming up. It doesn't matter who you train with. Like um, it's like people saying, "Oh, should I get? Um, should I have this, 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 and this supplement?" And the first thing you say as a good coach is, "Well, what's your diet like?" Because if your diet's not good, then the supplements are going to do two-fifths of bugger all. Yeah. Like I see icing on the cake. So people come in and they have these questions of, should I do this, 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 and this with my training? You know, Should I focus on this progression? Should I do that program? Should I do that? And really, the first thing to say is, well, how consistent are you? Because if you're not consistent, the programming you're asking about means nothing. Yeah. You know, you, you're talking about trying to dial in the first, the last 10% when you haven't even got the first 90% yeah. right. There was a, there's a really good... Um there's a really good post that I want to highlight, uh, and I thank uh, Mikhail. Uh, he said hello from Poland. Uh, posted over the weekend. I don't know if you can bring this up, Richie. It's it's. Um, yeah, I'll uh, tag Richard in it so that he can see it. Uh, it's uh, Mikhail's um, trying to unlock his um, uh, LSIT to handstand um, press, and he's asking for some feedback on how to do it and the you know i gave him a, a fairly lengthy answer that i'll read here he says hi um hi everyone i have a problem with transition from l-sit to handstand can't raise my hips any higher i'm working on compression strength and also i'm doing explosive transition but it's not much higher than that do you have any tips uh and yeah, first of all you know he's doing a very like he's um uh demonstrating a, a great level of strength here and great and great level of balance um, and I've said, and this is, you know, my, my answer stands. Um, I've asked him first, how is his press to handstand? So standing press to handstand and V-sit. Uh, because those are two um, progressions along the way that have to be achieved before you can ever even can comprehend doing a, an L-sit press to handstand or a V-sit press to handstand. Uh, in this example, I, I, it, 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 he, he's not demonstrating the required compression and flexibility to be able to get there. Uh, and uh, um, I've sort of explained why. Um, uh, the, the, uh, essentially, if he can't compress the, the legs to the chest, then it's lengthening the leverage considerably and increasing the mass that his body has to transition and lift. Uh, by shortening the leverage, which would mean compressing more, uh, the mass will be much closer to what's referred to as the fulcrum point, which is the pivot point in his shoulders, and the weight will literally be 10 times less. Uh, and I, I, I can dissect that because I used to be a mechanical engineer and I'm very, very uh, aware of leverage um, to, and physics to a much higher level than even a, a regular strength coach would be. Um, but, you know, the simple answer is he needs to get more flexible and increase his compression strength. And, you know, I would, I would um, suggest not worrying about the L-sit. At the, um, the, uh, the moment for Mikhail, the L-sit press is a shiny object. 
Mm -hmm. It's something that is so far beyond what he's capable of doing right now mm -hmm. that uh, he will, you know, remember training is not um, competition. Oh. We say this all the time. An LSIT press is competition. That's something that you would do to demonstrate your strength. But to train to get there will look very different than that one or two reps that you can do. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I've seen um, even the most uh, experienced people they'll only ever be able to do one or two, maybe three reps at a, a, to, from a, a stall to press to handstand or an L-sit press to V-sit press to handstand, you know, uh, before they're completely fatigued, which doesn't <laughs> deliver enough volume to actually use it in your training program, you know. Uh, what what Macau needs to do is, is um, ignore the shiny object for the moment and just work on the basics, which are, you know, um, maybe depending, I haven't seen his handstand, I haven't seen his uh, uh, V-sit, I haven't seen his... Man, in all honesty, to look at it, it, um, it, it raw strength and compression strength is what's going to get you there more than anything else. Raw strength, and I speak from this from so much experience, man. Just practicing that skill over and over again will only get you so far the the raw strength that you would get just from doing you know things like bench press and you know deadlifts and pull-ups and things like that this is exactly the conversation that we, we we had on the weekend with the guys that were here for our fast growth mm -hmm. workshop one of the stories that rad shares is how heavily he went at calisthenics for a couple of years that, that delivered mediocre results at best and he was following some of the best and most popular online programs uh, and his what what he identified very quickly because as we introduced the movements that he was striving for to Richard and I we outperformed him and Richard and my goal Richard and my training was very different for those two years we just focused on strength you know and this is why the UMS program at the foundation level focuses on getting you strong and flexible, strong, yep. flexible and athletic, and uh, improving body composition so that th these things, are, are, you know, you're setting a foundation that you can then deploy um, at whatever um, sort of competition, sport or hobby that you're passionate about, which could be calisthenics, it could be gymnastics, it could be yoga, it could be CrossFit, it could be powerlifting, it yep. could be... Uh, soccer, uh, football, you know, whatever it is, it's you, you've just got to focus on building strength and, and flexibility first. Yeah. You know? And a big part of the UMS and what we do is creating a consistent routine by having a program that is lined out for you where you do this, this, this and this. Um, and you'll get that and you just turn up and do the work and do it weekly. Like if you could see um, it's it's a funny it's funny with our with our online members versus our gym members because with our online members you guys have access to things well it depends on how many programs of ours you have but you have access to more information and more things to look at than our gym members here do but our gym members get such good results yep. because they the number one thing that they get reinforced is just turn up and do what I tell you to laser do. Laser focus. <laughs> Stay yeah. laser yeah. focused. And so people put their faith in us. They turn up. And if you if you doubt what we're saying here, go and look at our Instagram feed um, for 10 minutes. Yep. Just scroll through. And, and I don't post much of I manage the Instagram feed I don't post much of what Yanni Richard and me are doing it's mostly our members and these people they didn't come here being able to do the things that they're doing in those feeds I always post the stuff that I see that is a, a feat of an achievement that somebody couldn't do before they started yeah. here and then all of a sudden people start going oh so how do I do the muscle up or how do I do a press to handstand or something and I go oh you should just try this and they get it they so it easily straight away this because you yeah. know like we've got a within the last 
six posts. There's a there's a um, video of one of our members, MJ, doing his first muscle up. He'd never been able to do one before, and I showed him how to do it. I said, "Try this," and he just went and did a muscle yeah, up because it, 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 once this is I really really want to press this point. Sorry to interrupt you, but yep. this is really important because Jesus has made the point here. He says one of the biggest aha moments he's had from us was the difference between training and competition, mm-hmm. and this is how it plays out at Unity Gym. We build strength. We build a foundation of strength, flexibility, and fitness. Depending on the individual, how athletic they are already when they start with us, it takes six to 12 months, okay? Uh, Some people, uh, if they're really, really beat up, um, uh, but they're athletes, they, they, they get the strength quickly, but the flexibility takes a little bit more, so it might take a few months, three, three months. But they build that um, uh, uh, foundation of strength, flexibility, and athleticism and fitness. And then Rad and I will walk up, tap them on the shoulder and say, today I want you to try this technique. And they do a skill that has eluded people for years in one go. Mm-hmm. One go once we un- once we unpack the actual technique cues yep. that they need to focus on, you know, and it's because they've built that stri- strength and flexibility. And, and, and this is what is really important. This is the insight. This is the aha moment. Those skills, what Mikhail is trying to do here is a demonstration of a combination of strength and flexibility. It is the way you would demonstrate what you can do. You don't sit there practicing that every day to get it. That's not how these skills unfold. You know, uh, once once you have the strength and flexibility, it's it, it, it's very quick to lay the neural pathway down to uh, to unpack, unravel that skill, to unlock that skill. You know, and that and we really believe that that is the be- better way to train for these skills. So. Um, I love that uh, Jesus has, has mentioned that there. You know, the, I'll repeat that. One of the biggest aha moments from you guys since he's been following us is the difference between training and competition. Mm. And by competition, I mean a means to <coughs> demonstrate one's strength. There is a yeah. great competition taking place right now today in America, uh, the CrossFit Games. That is a, a, an incredible means of demonstrating uh, physical fitness, cardio fitness and strength. Not yep. so much flexibility, but it's a great um, combination of fitness and strength, you mm-hmm. know, and yep. those athletes are demonstrating that right now. But the way that they're demonstrating that at the games is not necessarily the way they train to prepare for demonstrating, you know, t- for competition. Yeah. So have a look at this. Let's have a look at, um, there's a really good comment here that Cassandra Numa Mikel, uh, I hope I've said that right. Um, has said, uh, which really aligns with this, and I'm pretty sure it's after what we spoke about last week. Um, She said, I watched the Motivation podcast last night, and I honestly feel that I need to reevaluate my objectives and hierarchy of fitness needs. It was a very informative segment. I was especially shocked at how the fitness industry warps the fundamental goals and basically selling false truths. Thanks, UMS. And what Cassandra's talking about there is, is the first step of the health hierarchy of needs, which is motivation. But this is this, this is this idea that we're talking about. If you guys haven't really thought about this and analyzed what's going on for you, then you if you spend a little bit of time, you will probably realize that you have been programmed by the fitness industry to focus on either your physique or movement mastery. Those are the things that right now you are probably focusing on. And the whole purpose of this show 
is to try to tell you the idea. We've already spoken about motivation. If you if you didn't catch those podcasts, then go back and have a look last week um, at the at the podcast on motivation. It'll be in the one eighties or one nineties if you're listening to this in 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 the years from here. Episode I think we're up to about one eighty, one ninety, something like that. But it's this idea that you must dial these steps in, and if you don't get this this critical step of daily habit of movement just it's just becomes a habit it's this yep. idea that we were what we we're speaking about on the weekend at our 28 day intensive is that people like yani richard and me we have dialed this in so much that we actually get stressed if we don't train in a day yep. like i know for richard that one of the worst things that you can do if you want to piss that guy off is get in the way of his training for the day <laughs> Fuck, he gets pissed off, man. You can see him. He starts steaming if he doesn't get it. And he starts, you can see him looking at the clock if you're starting to say, right, we need to do this. And you can see his eyes and his brain starting to go, well, training's meant to start in half an hour. You better fucking finish this shit before my my training starts. You you, want to see a meltdown? Throw a last minute change of schedule around the, the when we're <laughs> we're train. <laughs> if you want to see Richard meltdown. But you know, w- and we've had to, and we've gone through some real ups and downs with our business because we've gone through times where Yanni and me, uh, Richard and me, have pushed back against Yanni and said, "No, we're prioritizing training." And when I say times, I mean I mean months and years where we put training at the earlier part of the day, and, but we've made the decision that for us to be able to move forward with our business that we had to prioritize work in the morning and we'd put training in the afternoon. And we're, and we're doing really well with that now, but it's scheduled. It is a part of our day, it's in our diary. Nothing very, very little ever gets in the way of training. You know, it, it is that daily thing. And, and it never goes more than a day where something gets in the way and then we're back on track and we do it. Um, you know, even to the extent where Yanni was in, I saw you were in on Sunday. Um, yeah, I missed, training a, with missed a couple of days last week because of work. And um, uh, I came in on s- Saturday and Sunday and trained. Yeah, yeah. I trained yeah. before the... before the um, and, and, you know, yesterday we talked about mm. uh, in the... In the um, in the fast growth workshop, we talked about uh, the concept of creating a minimum daily practice, a goal daily practice, and an ideal daily practice. And and you know, yesterday I got what you would call a minimum daily practice in. I got in, I practiced my handstands, and I practiced my V-sit and compression strength and a little bit of flexibility, and that was it. You know, that was all I had time for. It was half an hour, mm-hmm. uh, and then I had to prepare um, last-minute changes for the slide presentation for our workshop. You know, and and get that done. Um, but I felt good. I felt like I got something achieved, you know, and, uh, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's, there's, there's, there's really, really important things that you need to focus on here. And I really like, I think Ido Portal said it best in one of his early pieces of content where he is interviewed and he talks about the notion that the fitness industry is basically trying to reverse engineer the body. Uh, And I I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was along the lines of, you know, most people train for uh, uh, exactly what we talk about here, physique or movement mastery. They're trying to get really good at um, calisthenics uh, before they've built the strength, the flexibility and even the habits, the lifestyle behaviors, the nutrition that's going to that's going to nourish their body and complement their training, not hinder their training. Uh, by creating systemic inflammation and really unhealthy uh, environments in the mm. body, you know, and and uh, and it's so true. It's mm. so true. Yeah. You cannot reverse engineer the body. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Yeah. So what do you do from here? We've told all this. We've said all this stuff about the reason, you know, why it's so important to get this habit right. 
I'm going to tell you, the first step you have to do is you've got to go back even one step and go to motivation. You've got to make sure you're clear on your motivation because you have to have that dialed in. You've got to... You, and, you, and, and can I just say here, we've got, we've got a couple of people who are doing our, our, our UMS program and uh, who have commented here, and both of them have said... Uh, uh, Lee Clements has said five out of seven days to answer the uh, question of the day. Yep. She does the foundations program four days a week and then cardio mobility on Saturday mornings. Now, Perfect. Lee Clements, if I'm correct, Lee is 50 or 60 think, years old. I think Lee's in her 60s. In her 60s. She's a uh, 61, I think. I, I think, Lee, can, can you correct me if I'm wrong? I'll, I'll kill myself if I get that wrong. But I believe she, she's a 61-year-old woman. And she's training five out of seven days, strength four days a week, and, and that is a com combination of strength and flexibility, and then an additional cardio and flexibility day. And then you've got um, Jesus also saying six out of seven days, Sundays for break, which is what we encourage here at Unity Gym. Uh, and this is like, this is, that's a really important um, point to make because mm -hmm. no impressive physique and no movement master ever achieves their feats that you guys aspire to without training m about five six days a week 68 layers 68 there you go yep. okay so you need to understand that this is so much more important than people give credit to Yep. You know, and so you need to be training in a program and in a, in a group, in a, in a culture, whether it's an online tribe like our UMS online coaching tribe or whether it's the Unity Gym tribe. This is what we talked about yesterday, where it is the norm to do that. Mm. Otherwise, mm. it won't it won't happen for you. You know, yeah. people come and they go, what? You guys train six days a week at Unity Gym? That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Who has time for that? But very quickly, and we just say, look, just start with whatever Man, you can. Man, I, I love this. I love this post that I shared of Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, you know, talking about being a girly man that I shared in our Unity Gym <laughs> tribe. No, but the part of it that I loved about it is that when he, the way that he looks at the camera, and of, of course, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see what I'm doing here, but he goes, you don't have time to train every day. You don't have time to take care of your body. Are you kidding me? Like, mm. are, you really, are you kidding me? You don't have time to take care of your body? Yeah. Because you know what? Your that's it. That's what you've got, your body. And, you know, it's all, it relates to something that the Dalai Lama said, which is not about fitness and the body, but about spiritual health. Yeah. And he says, the insanity of man is that they spend the majority of their time um, building wealth until they get to a point yeah, where they spend all their health. and sacrificing health where they get to a point where they want to spend all their wealth to regain some of their health yeah like it's insanity yeah man it 100%. really is and what, you'll what never i used to really struggle with when i was a mechanical engineer was that i saw firsthand i used to uh have the privilege of working on um sports cars you know ferraris lamborghinis uh, porsches bmws mercedes and i saw firsthand how much money and how much effort people put in affluent areas into their freaking cars yeah. and they were all the most unhealthy pricks I've ever seen. We've had members You know, your here. body is the ve the only vehicle that you're stuck with for life. Yeah. We've had members at Unity Gym Bork at spending $100 a week on our gym members. They go, whoa. And this is back when we used to charge it. We charge yeah. less now. And then when we dug a little bit deeper, the same person owned an Aston Martin yeah. and a Mercedes uh, AMG SL, both yeah. half million dollar cars. Yeah. Two of them. Yeah. And two houses here and there and what, and you're like, 
But you won't spend a hundred bucks a week on a week your on, Yeah, that's right. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's bizarre. <laughs> but it, it's you know, honestly bizarre. But but talking about what we're talking about here, like, so what do you do? The first step you've got to do is you've got to find it. You've got to do a program, something that is that it, that you look at that says this is what I'm doing today, because you have to remove the block of what am I going to do today? That yeah. has to be gone. Yeah. You cannot be, get, because that is a barrier to getting a daily habit. That's a massive barrier, is if you have to get up and think, what am I gonna do today? That's that's gonna stop you on some days. Yeah. It has to be, um, you know, it's like uh, Mark Zuckerberg and Steve Jobs and all these people that wear the same clothes every day. They don't wear different clothes because they don't want to waste energy on trying to decide what they're going to wear. Yeah. So it's the same thing for you. You don't waste energy trying to decide what you're going to do for a day. It should be planned for you. Yeah. You should have a program that is planned that I'm going to do this from Monday to Friday or whatever it is. Monday I'll do this, Tuesday I'll do this, Wednesday I'll do this, until, and then I'm going to do that for six weeks and then I've got my next program that I'm going to do. And I'll, you yeah. know, and that, that's how good programming works. And if you're not getting that part right, if you haven't dialed something in like what we do in the UMS, then this is going to be hard for you. Yeah, This is going to be hard yeah. because you're going to be 100%. always trying to think about what you're going to do. And if you have to think about what you're going to do, there's going to be days and times in your life. It is, a, it is not a probability. It is a certainty that you are going to go through slumps and highs in your life. And the, when you the natural vicissitudes of life. Yep. And when you go through <laughs> those slumps, it is your... Siri, it is your duty to yourself that you continue exercising because it is the one thing that's going to pick you out of that slump more yeah, than anything else. 100%. It's a meditation. It's a form of meditation and, it's a, and it stimulates endorphins and it stimulates things that make you feel good. And if at that moment, if when you're having that slump, if you don't have a plan and you haven't already created this daily habit, that, that's the time where you're going to stop training. Yeah. And that's the time when three months goes by and then you, you go through this cycle where the only time you train is when you feel good and the only time you, and then the t when you don't feel good, you don't train. And um, you know, there's so many motivational videos you can listen to where the professional athletes of the world will talk about, um, if they only trained when they felt good, they never would have got anywhere. Yeah. So, you know, you've got to get this right, Look, guys. The first, thing, the first step is to build a habit, and you cannot build a habit in um, only a few weeks. It's, it, takes, it takes months and months and months to build a habit. So you have to find something that's going to keep you consistent. And you have to be surrounded by like-minded people who are on the same journey because otherwise it will be very, very difficult. And we believe that to build a habit, you have to be doing it daily. So if you're doing a program or working with a coach who's telling you that you can do this in two or three days a week, they're telling you bullshit. Yeah. Uh, and I would, I would argue I'd like to see some of the results that they have produced. Now, we have a group of um, girls in the morning class when I get to the gym. They must be in their 60s. Um, Margaret and and her little no, Margaret's in her fifties. Fifties, yeah, yeah, really. Fifty six uh, or something. But oh, oh, Margaret, yeah, no, no, no. She'd be in her sixties or seventies. Yeah. I'd say. I'd say they're in their sixties or seventies. Yeah. Yeah, and they're in here every day crushing it. You yeah. know, uh, yeah. and and we've got. Um, and they've never exercised before. They had no idea what they were doing when they came in. Yeah, here. that's like, exactly You couldn't right. have gotten more fresh off the boat beginners. Yeah, and yeah. you know so. It's not. It's not about. Uh, it's not about turning up and just smashing yourself. It's about building a habit. Because if you want to achieve a great physique or you want to achieve movement mastery, it has to become autonomous. It has to become unnatural. It has to feel uncomfortable for you to not exercise in a day. Yeah. And um, 
And and that requires a bit of time and it requires just focusing on the absolute basic, just turn up and and become process focused yeah. and do the work, yeah. you know? Now, we're out of time now, guys. If you've made it this far and you're confused by all this and you don't know to, where to get started, the easy answer is join the UMS online coaching program where you can work much closer with Yanni and me and our inner circle and you'll have it all laid out for you. All you have to do is turn up and do the work. We've got a fantastic program that balances strength and flexibility and fitness. Uh, so check it out. Yeah, we'll make sure that there's a link in the description on the podcast and on YouTube. Now, tomorrow and for the rest of the week, we're going to go deeper onto the concept of building an exercise habit and we're going to talk about the 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 like the process we're going to talk about what the habit should look like for best results we're going to talk about um, you know how to maximize performance and then we'll finish the week off with exactly how we do it here at unity gym what what it looks like what our exercise habit looks like uh, for our tribe so that you guys have a little bit of an idea and a blueprint so that you can deploy that in your own lives uh, have a great week enjoy yourselves see you tomorrow everyone health is about performance not just body image you better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there we'll start focusing on movement goals strength goals flexibility goals when you nail that skill it's there forever the body image goal doesn't get you that it's far. the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there it's not the intensity there's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. The gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.